Welcome to Prima's 2017 podcast series. My name is Shonda Ragland. I am the Director of Education and Training at Prima. On this Prima podcast, Thomas Johnson will discuss applying ethical and sustainable design to public risk management. Mr. Johnson leads Genex Services sales efforts for independent medical evaluations, peer reviews, and other related products. Thomas has practiced system design throughout his personal and professional life, including in the IME arena. A public speaker and writer, he draws upon his diverse experiences to apply permaculture design to many aspects of business and life. Mr. Johnson has a BS in mechanical engineering and an MBA from the University of Oxford. He has completed two permaculture design certification PDC courses, holds an amateur extra class radio license with the Federal Communications Commission and has earned the Certified Leave Management Specialist CLMS designation. We will also be joined by Taekwon Gilbert, a member of Prima's education and training team. Taekwon will moderate the discussion. Enjoy the podcast. Tom, as an expert in IMEs, can you share with our audience what these tests are? Why are they important to public entities and their risk managers? Yeah, thanks for having me join today. Um, You know, IMEs are really known by many names. It kind of depends on the context in which they're used. So today, during this uh, podcast, I'll actually use the term pretty broadly. But basically, an IME is an examination by an independent physician, someone who's not treating the claimant or employee, to try to determine what's happening medically with a particular claim. So for IMEs, typically what happens, you have a physician who reviews medical records, then they would examine uh, the individual, and then they would also write a report to discuss their medical opinion, and then that report is used to help in the claims process. A peer review or a record review is essentially the same thing as an IME, but without the physical exam component, so they would review records and then write a report. This whole concept of IMEs and peer reviews, it's used uh, with different terminology as a tool in several different situations for public entities and also for other employers. So it can be used in a workers' compensation context, and these typically are called IMEs or peer reviews, or it could could be some variant thereof, like an AME or a QME or RME or a DD, lots of different uh, similar names for these. Uh, It could also be used with disability claims, like short-term disability or long-term disability could also be used with FMLA. Uh, In those cases, it would typically be a second opinion, like, for example, to validate a medical certification, uh, or it could be a third opinion. IMEs also can be used with, or similar products can also be used with the ADA, Um, and typically the Americans with Disabilities Act, what we're looking for um, is functionality or accommodation, uh, so that fitness, it could be a fitness for duty or a functional capacity evaluation, And really that focus of those is typically how do we accommodate an individual to meet their specific needs. Uh, But overall, if an IME and a peer review is done well, um, it really does benefit employees and entities as well. What is your background in the IME industry? Well, my dad actually started an IME company back in 1982. That was after he had been a claims examiner and also an investigator. Um, And he had done that for a public entity, actually, in the state of Oregon. And so 
I wasn't quite yet a teenager, but my first exposure to IMEs was as a kid. Um, and I worked at my dad's company as I was growing up uh, in quite a few different just entry-level roles in different departments in the organization. And then as I grew up, um, I went off and did my own thing for a while, uh, attended Oregon State University, earned my um, Bachelor of Science in Mechanical Engineering from there. Uh, worked overseas for a while, uh, actually worked in Texas and then overseas for a while. Worked in telecommunications, engineering design for telecommunications. Ended up going to MBA, uh, getting my MBA to, from the University of Oxford. Um, and then when I came back to the U.S., uh, I came back to North Carolina and again was kind of in the telecommunications and technology field and worked in a lot of different departments like IT, finance, procurement, et cetera. Uh, but then in 2001, the tech bubble was starting to burst, and I decided it was probably time to leave that particular organization. Um, and in 2001, I actually rejoined my dad's IME business and, uh, you know, joined the company. Uh, eventually, after a couple of years, ended up running that company uh, and grew it, and we were successful. And I've been in the IME business almost ever since, except for kind of a two-year gap in the middle where I actually really dove down the, the rabbit hole of permaculture, uh, which I think hopefully we'll get to talk about a little bit on this call today. So you brought up permaculture design in your background. What is permaculture and how is it relevant to public entities? Yeah, so um, I guess just a little bit more about this two-year gap. Um, it helps, I think, with a little context of why I looked at permaculture. Uh, so my wife has a rare disease, a rare genetic disease, and we were pretty much at a loss. No doctors could tell us what was going on. We knew there was something with uh, the, the immune system involved, but for five years, six years, we couldn't get a diagnosis, and, and it was progressive and continuing to get worse and worse. And so at the end of 2013, I actually decided to as I said, dive down this permaculture rabbit hole. And it really led me to a really interesting concept called permaculture. Um, I did this for about two years. And essentially, what is permaculture? Permaculture, essentially, it's an ethically based design science that is derived from patterns that people can observe in sustainable natural ecosystems. You know, nature is unbelievably complex. There's layer upon layer upon layer of interaction. And these are all biological interactions, biological, chemical, et cetera. So if we can actually understand by observing these natural ecosystems on how to create a design science that is sustainable, then it's really not a stretch to apply those same types of ideas to the business environment. And as complex as the business environment can be, um, in my opinion, it's not nearly as complex as more of a, a natural system. So the foundation of permaculture is ethically based. There are three ethics, and one of which, which is really relevant, I think, for risk managers, is care of people. And so these ethics kind of overarch, it's an umbrella overarching the entire design science, and everything that you do within uh, this design science, you know, falls within that ethical framework. And then the next layer of design, uh, basically, a little bit more granular, it's called principles or permaculture principles. And so there are at least a dozen principles that come into play. Some people subscribe to uh, quite a few more than a dozen. But one of them that I think is 
really useful, again, for risk management is the principle of creatively use and respond to change. And I think this is great for risk managers because we all know that change happens, unexpected change happens. And if we can look at it through a lens of creatively responding to that change, because it's unavoidable, um, I think it can really help to lead to some insights. And so we have the ethics and then a layer down, we have these principles. The next layer or the next level of granularity really uh, has to do with techniques, specific techniques. And so an INE is one of these techniques within the broader risk management environment that can help to lead to sustainability. And it might be helpful if I actually give an example that's really truly permaculture and more natural system-based, just so people can really understand the context here. And so Native Americans, and actually a lot of people, uh, grow a trio of plants together, uh, corn, beans, and squash are the three plants. And the idea is, this is called a guild. So these plants are working together in a guild. And the idea is that these plants each support and benefit the other plants. So the beans, they draw nitrogen from the air that's turned into fertilizer, so it benefits the other plants. Corn actually acts as a trellis, so it creates a structure for the vines, uh, for the bean vines to climb up, and they can be more productive and produce more beans. And then the squash, essentially, it acts as a big parasol with the big leaves, so it keeps weeds out of the, the area and it keeps the soil moist, moist and cool. And there have actually been more recent studies on this ancient technology, if you will, uh, where researchers have found that the productivity of this system with these things working together is about 20% more than if you were to grow those same plants on their own. So uh, this is a good example of another permaculture principle that I think we all could imagine how it applies to organizations, but that principle is integrate rather than segregate. So it's just kind of in an interesting lens uh, that we can look at things with. And so for public entities, I think the structure of permaculture as a design science so really can create some insights into how to make the work comp or absence management system and also the broader organization more sustainable. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. Here are some words from Prima's member services manager, Danica Williams, regarding Prima membership benefits. Prima is a membership organization dedicated to advancing the knowledge and practice of risk management in the public sector. Prima members come from a diverse range of disciplines, entity types, sizes, and share a variety of titles, including risk manager, human resources professional, workers' compensation coordinator, employee benefits coordinator, claims administrator, safety personnel, risk pool administrator, just to name a few. Despite their titles, there is one resounding theme among these individuals, and that is that they manage risks within their entity and importantly, risks affecting the public interest. Prima members enjoy a robust array of educational programming, risk management resources, and networking opportunities. Some of Prima's member benefits include access to blogs, podcasts, webinars, Prima's job bank, Prima's online community, where members have the ability to connect, share, and solicit information directly from their colleagues, Prima's library of risk management documents, Prima's flagship publication, the Public Risk Magazine, and member discounts to all Prima events and training. 
Becoming a Prima member is one of the most worthwhile career investments a risk management practitioner can make, not just for themselves, but for their entire entity. To learn more about Prima member resources, visit primacentral.org. Now back to Thomas in Taekwon. So getting back to IMEs, is there an example you could provide on how an IME is used in the industry and how it might benefit an injured worker as well as the public entity? And I'm curious, do you see applications for permaculture in the IME industry? Yeah, I do. So I guess starting with the example you asked about, you know, one example for public entities, you can take a really common situation, which you have an employee and that employee injures their back from trying to lift a heavy load. And maybe the treating physician who's actually providing medical treatment to that employee recommends surgery to repair the damage. So as you look at how to handle this whole claim, your system, if you will, should be designed really consistent kind of with the following approach. I think first is we want to have that ethical basis, like we were talking about the ethics of permaculture. And so the care for that person um, is paramount. We want to make sure that they get better Um, and that things are really done to their benefits to get them medically better. But that also has to be within the confines of the relevant laws. And I think it's probably worth noting that laws are not the same things as ethics. Uh, They're two different things, but within risk management, the laws kind of provide a framework or a structure within which uh, those ethics need to function. And so that's the ethic. We want to care for the person. Uh, The principles that we might utilize here. And I'll just maybe pull out two permaculture principles that we can look at how they would apply to this situation. The principles would be, first one I would say is observe and interact. So that's kind of the primary permaculture design principle where it's critical for just about everything we do. I mean, you can imagine in organizations that observing and then interacting is an important thing. So that risk manager really needs to understand what happened They need to understand the facts of how that person got injured, um, the specifics of the injury, et cetera. But they also want to make sure that there's no further danger from that same situation, either to that employee, which by then there probably isn't, but what about other employees as well? What changes should be made to prevent that from uh, recurring with other employees? So that's one principle, observe and interact. And another one I would look at here is the one I talked about before, which is creatively use and respond to change. So doing this, we have to, again, work within whatever the jurisdictional constraints are. And it could be a work comp jurisdiction. It could be a lot of different sets of rules that apply to this. And I think rather than getting into detail on this, I'll talk about it in the context of some techniques. So we have the ethics, we have these principles, and then we have techniques that can be applied. And so with the techniques, some of the techniques might involve Further medical treatments, it could involve physical therapy or occupational therapy, could involve case management or bill review, it could involve uh, accommodating a person's new functionality. Uh, But really, in the example that we have, an IME would be a common technique as well. So the IME would be requested possibly to see, has this individual gotten essentially as better as they're going to get medically without further treatment? And this can be known as maximum medical improvement or medically stationary or medically stable. It kind of depends on the jurisdiction that you're in. And also within this IME, um, it may be 
asked of the physician to address if that physician feels that further that surgery is the best course of action at that point in time. And the answer really probably depends on the medical situation. Doctor could agree that surgery is warranted as the next step, uh, or they might feel that a more conservative treatment option would be a better place to go first before moving on to that more risky, uh, invasive uh, surgical procedure. And so I think, you know, this is a good example where the benefits both to an benefits are both to the injured worker as well as uh, to the employer or the public entity where you're getting the worker better from a medical perspective, hopefully as fast as you can with these different techniques. And then also it's important to the public entity because as with any employer, we need, you know, as much, we want as much productivity as we can out of the people who are working for the organization so that we can get closer to completing um, the mission or the objectives of that organization. And so, you know, while this structure, it might seem really obvious and kind of a so what, I think it kind of is as it relates to looking at the ethics and looking at the techniques. But for me personally, where more of the insights have come into play has to do with taking a step back and seeing which principles from permaculture you can apply and what ideas come out of that. So that's really what's led to insights uh, for me, not not just with uh, IMEs, uh, but also in other aspects of life as well. It's really looking at those principles and seeing where they can be applied. So we've covered a lot of information. Can you summarize why permaculture and IMEs can be useful for public entities? Yeah, of course. So I think the way I would probably summarize uh, permaculture and the applicability for public entities, I really think permaculture is a lens. It's kind of a new way of looking at things that has ethical underpinnings, but also specific principles that help to create some structure in terms of how you approach that design process and the thought process also. And personally, based on, you know, other areas where I've used this process, I've actually come to trust this lens as one that can actually provide some pretty nice insights so that things can be done more effectively uh, going forward. You know, I think all of us want our organizations to be sustainable, and that means that we want to create that mutually beneficial interaction that we discussed with the Three Sisters Guild example. And that mutually beneficial interaction could be between management and employees, customers, vendors, other stakeholders. And for public entities, that one of those other stakeholders may be the public interest. And so INEs are a great tool, but they are just one example of a technique that really can help to bring faster resolution to situations where someone gets hurt. Um, it's not always the technique of choice. There are lots of techniques out there and you want to apply what's most relevant to a given situation. But it is one of those techniques that really can help risk managers and employees to reach a point of resolution. Um, and that resolution helps us move forward and hopefully move forward more sustainably in the future. We have reached the end of our podcast. Thanks so much, Thomas and Taekwon. Please visit the Prima website to listen to other Prima podcasts, join upcoming Prima webinars, read Prima blogs, and learn about additional Prima educational resources. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our very own Prima Talk. Enjoy the rest of your day.